Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 359 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the A&M Alabama game. She's doing really well, y'all. We're going to talk about a trip to Pigeon Forge that David and I took this past weekend. Also, if you stay tuned at the end of this episode, you're going to hear an excerpt from our recent Patreon episode with Katherine Kubelik. It was so fun to talk to her. She's married to Cole Kubelik. He was also on Patreon last month. Melanie and I loved our chance to talk with Catherine, especially about what it's like to be the mom of three young kids when your husband travels all the time. So you can find that on patreon.com slash big boo. We would love for you to join us there if you haven't done that yet. And our Amazon shop, as always, is available for you to see all the things we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. If you would like to order merch to commemorate our live show in November, whether you're going to go or not, you can still do that at thebigboocast.com. Those orders will be open until Friday, October 13th at noon central. Alrighty, here we go with episode 359. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Bee Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, sorrows, mm-hmm. prayers, mm-hmm. sorrows. Remember, do you remember in mm-hmm. 2021 when the Aggies beat Alabama <laughs> at Kyle Field? I, do. I don't know if I've ever talked sure. about that. Yeah, I do remember. I mm-hmm. do remember. And I, I would I would guess that I do not know because we haven't really talked about the game yet. Mm-hmm. But I would guess that there were moments this past weekend where you experienced a similar brand of hope. Oh, I'm going to tell you that here's the here's the thing. Really, I blame myself mm, mm-hmm. because here's the worst part. The difference in 2021 is, is that we went to that game. We had just lost to Mississippi State. We mm-hmm. had lost to, I think, Auburn. And so I went into that game going, okay, we're going to leave at halftime if we're being blown out by more than 50 points. So okay. the fact that that win, it was, it was such a, 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 a gamut of emotion mm-hmm. to be like, mm-hmm. to go in with no hope. And then, but this time what happened, what had mm-hmm. happened was, is I went in thinking that we really could win. You sure. know what I mean? Well, and, and, really, and you could have. And we could, Mm -hmm. and we could have. And Mm -hmm. so this is why I continue to be in a fight with Jimbo Fisher. (laughs) So that leads us, I was going to wait a minute, but I'll go ahead and bring it up. Fourth and one, talk to me. Fourth and one. Listen, he said in the press conference, if it had been fourth and inches, he would have gone for it. Jimbo, Mm -hmm. fourth and one is 12 inches in case you weren't aware in case you don't know about the American measuring system, okay. why on earth would you not go? There were so many things in this weekend. And here, let me first say, I have no grief or, or beef at all with our players. I feel like our players, by and large, played their hearts out. I played. I feel like they played to the ability that they are coached to play, is what I'm going to say. Okay. I so, thought they played great. I just felt like the offense got shut down second half. 
It got completely shut mm-hmm. down. I do have a problem with our, our O-line, but I there again, it goes back to coaching. Like how many quarterbacks are we going to see go down because our O-line isn't being coached and we don't have a strength coach that's keeping them from getting knocked over? That's mm. my first issue. Number one, why are you going to drive down the field on your first offensive possession of the game and then get to where you're in field gold range and opt to go for it then on fourth and one and sure. get no points on the board? Yeah. But then later, when you really need that touchdown, you're going to say, eh, we're not going to go for it. I mean, I really, I tried, I mean, like I out loud tried to process Jimbo's decision on the fourth and uh-uh. one. And I said, well, maybe he feels like at least if they get back down, you can win it with a touchdown, you know, like, yeah. but it, it felt to me, this is, and it's the story of Mississippi State football, mm-hmm. but it felt to me, it was too conservative for the moment. You're playing to not lose as opposed to playing to win. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And if you're playing a team like Alabama, you've got to play to win. Like you've got to, you've got to go for it. You've got to every single time it's pedal to the metal and you go like you can't let off the gas. And like, and I was so frustrated because I felt like at the end of the first half, we had like 30 seconds left and two timeouts and we were up by a touchdown, but then we just took a knee and went into the locker room. Yeah. And I'm like, no, maybe if we were playing Auburn or Arkansas, mm-hmm. that is a good strategy. But when you're playing Bama, like take that 30 seconds, because what does that do to the Bama locker room if you can go up by two touchdowns that's going right. into halftime? That's right. Because like, you're up 17 10 at halftime already. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so what if you're up 20 10? What if you're, what if you could be up 24 10? So listen, at some point, I'm going to let it go, but today is clearly not that day. But here's what I'm going to. Here's what I do want to talk about. I've never loved Aggieland more than I loved it on Friday and Saturday. Like it, the weather was gorgeous. Like you could not have picked better weather for a football weekend. It was like in miscongeniality, like not too hot, not too cold. All you yeah. need is a light jacket. It was. The weather was perfect. It was a bluebird day. We had like F-16 fighter jets that did our flyover. Um, Gully and I got up. So Gully and I sat in my seats this weekend and we've kind of been hopping around. And I think we hadn't sat in my seats except for the ULM game. So what I discovered was we have the most delightful season ticket holders on either side of us. Um, We really became good friends with both sides of us. But but, um, just lovely couples. And we laughed so hard because Gully, so Gully was sitting next to Bill. So she was sitting next to Bill and she looked at Bill before the game started. And she said, I just want to tell you before this game starts that if you ever see me out in the wild, I'm actually a civilized person. But what you're going to experience here today is not that. Sure. Like, you just need to know. And Bill said that was the funniest thing he's ever heard. And he's going to start telling people that. <laughs> and and then there was a point where we got so excited. So I went down, I guess, it, at the end of halftime, we watched the band and I was like, I've got to get something to eat. And I went down and I just got one hot dog. And then I came back up and Gully was like, oh, I should have told you to get me a hot dog. And I said, here, let's just split it. So we like, I, I just tore it in half and I gave Gully half a hot dog. I had the other half. And about that time, Bryce Anderson for our defense made an interception and Gully like, and Bill like grabbed her and said, you've got to chew your hot dog. Because <laughs> Gully <laughs> And we have laughed so hard about Bill. He was so worried about her choking. And then 
the other people on the other side of us who were also so fun. Um, and the guy sitting next to me, he paid for all four of his kids to go to A&M and his wife was an Aggie. And so he wouldn't do, but you know how we do saw, we saw him off when we do the war hymn, like where we sway back and forth. Well, at the beginning of the game, we always do that right after kickoff and he wouldn't do it. He just like moved me to like link arms with his wife. And at this time I did not really know him. So I was like, okay, whatever, sir, that's fine. Um, I couldn't figure out why he wouldn't, but then his wife looked at me and she said, he went to grad school at UT. So he thinks he's a longhorn. And she Uh, said, she said, he thinks he's funny. He's not. And so, and I was laughing and she said, he paid for all four of his kids to go to A&M. Well, then I noticed as the game went on, he was most definitely cheering for the Aggies. So I said, listen, buddy, I see you now. So in fourth quarter, you're sawing with me because you're an Aggie, but he still didn't. But- This is the other part. So they went down at halftime. Their daughter went down and they came up with the most delicious pretzels. Like Gully and I were like the smell of those pretzels. Like somebody had a cinnamon sugar one. There was like a salty one. And it made the hot dog that I grabbed seem like the worst choice. And I'm going to tell you, this is where we were emotionally. That Gully, she was like, where did y'all get those pretzels? And they were like, oh, they're down on the far end. And I was like, oh, I was like, if we could leave this game for a minute, I want to go get one of those pretzels. Well, a few minutes later, they passed down. This is about the beginning of the fourth quarter. They're like, we're not going to eat the rest of these pretzels. Do y'all want them? And we were like, yes. Okay. We were so emotionally distraught that we ate strangers pretzels <laughs> is what I'm telling you. Well, what's so special about the pretzels? They were like, they were like dinner rolls. They were like soft. Oh. They weren't like a pretzel. Like when you come for the, we're getting them when okay. you come for okay. the Mississippi State game. They're, and they sell them at the baseball field, but these, they, they just hit different. So they're they're the texture, I almost want to say, of like the rolls at Helen. Oh. Um, and they're, they're like super bready. And so there's one that's like just the right amount of salty. And then there's one that's like cinnamon sugar, but they're very light and fluffy. They're okay. not like a chewy pretzel. It's okay. like eating a dinner roll in pretzel form. Okay. That sounds delicious. It was delicious. And so Gully and I ate some, we ate some, you know, half-eaten pretzels from some people. So I was like, for all these years, I'm like, I don't go to potlucks. I don't go to pot. But apparently if I'm in the stands with you at an Aggie football game, I'll eat half of your chewed up pretzel. I don't even care. You need emotional support pretzels. I did. I thought recycling was making a big difference until I learned this. 91% of plastic doesn't even get recycled and that's why I'm trying to find ways to reduce my single-use plastic consumption and the best place to start is in my laundry room with EarthBreeze Eco Sheets. EarthBreeze makes a revolutionary liquidless laundry detergent that looks just like a dryer sheet and it gets your clothes clean. It makes life so much easier. It dissolves in any wash cycle, whether hot or cold. There's no more measuring. There's no gooey mess. There's no pods that melt, no heavy plastic jugs. You just toss in the sheet. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted or paused or canceled, no penalties, and they thought of everything. The packaging is just in this lightweight cardboard envelope. It saves space. It avoids a huge plastic jug. Their eco sheets are hypoallergenic. They're dermatologist tested. Most importantly, you still get a powerful clean. That is important in this house because we really put our clothes through a lot. EarthBreeze is tough on stains. It fights odors. It gives you clean you can feel good about. 
I love to find small ways that can make a difference and Earth Breeze has done that for us and simplified my laundry life at the same time. If you're still not convinced, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, get a full refund, no questions asked and no returns necessary. Trust me, there is no reason not to switch. Right now, our listeners can subscribe to Earth Breeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash bigboo to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash bigboo for 40% off. earthbreeze.com slash bigboo. Okay, I have a question because I was watching y'all's game with Steph. Mm-hmm. What's everybody doing when y'all do the C? Like, they were they cut to the crowd a lot in the student section, and these kids had the, kept doing their hands like a C. Um, were they doing like the three and then the C? Like a, it, it's the wrecking crew. It's the wrecking crew <laughs> chant for our defense. Okay, and what is the wrecking crew? Okay, the Wrecking Crew was Uh what everybody called the Aggie defense in the early 90s under Slocum because it was so dominant that it's Wrecking Crew. Now, this is what I'm going to say. On Tex Ags, every year since like 94, there's always this because at some point under the Fran years and the Sherman years, we had terrible defense. And so people were like, the Wrecking Crew is gone. That's that's the days of yore. So you always have some thread on Texags that is like, is it time to bring back the wrecking crew chant? Okay. Has okay. has this defense earned the wrecking crew chant? Okay. So they had decided over the course of this week that we felt like in Auburn and Arkansas that this defense has earned the wrecking crew chant. Okay. Because I was like, I don't know what this one is. I don't know, <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is. And Steph was like, Well, why are they doing horns down when they're not playing Texas? And I said, Because they always do horns down. Yeah, they always do horns like, down. That's, what a, it, that's, mm-hmm. that's, I just said, but like that C thing, I don't know if that's something that only juniors in their third week of the yeah. first semester can do, or if that's reserved for freshmen who have completed some race. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the qualifications are for this chant or really what it is, but I will ask. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wrecking crew. That's what it is. It's the wrecking crew. So that was it. And then the only other thing about the game was we reached a point and I did text you this at the middle of the fourth quarter. And like, I was like, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, but I, I couldn't leave. Like I couldn't, cause I'm like, I can't go down and then get back up. Like I can't do all that. So I was like, I'm just stuck. And so I was in this dilemma where I was like, if we come back and win this game, I'm 100% going to wet my pants. Like I just, I knew it. Yeah. I told Steph, I said, cause after I got that text from you, I was like, okay, so Melanie's having a situation. I said, here's what you need to know. I said, if they win this game, she will stand right there and she will proudly wet her pants. Like just <laughs> right there at Kyle Field. She'll let it all go. And, yeah. and I said, and she and Gully will understand one another in this moment because yeah. they don't have, they don't have great bladder control no, in these situations don't. anyway. <laughs> we don't. We don't. <laughs> So and then you, you mm-hmm. add in a couple of beers and uh-huh. you know the whole thing, it's just a recipe for disaster. But I was like, oh my gosh, I have made a strategic error because when I should have gone to the bathroom was probably like mid third quarter and I didn't. That's it. Because if you, because you, you talk yourself out of halftime because you're like, everybody's going to be in the bathroom. That's it. Yep. And so if you haven't dealt with it by say mid third quarter, you've really missed uh-huh. your window. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I understand how you could, yeah. you could be in that situation. Well, I thought, listen, yeah, like I told you in the text, I felt like y'all gave them all you had. I mean, and yeah. I, if y'all had had a couple of more minutes, you might've gotten it done, but 
that fourth and one, that stung. It's it stung, and I think that it's the whole thing of that. It's like you know, people are starting to call us Texas eight and four, and mm. it feels like that feels like. I hope it's not where we're headed. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's not. We'll see what happens in Tennessee. I mean, I feel like this weekend in Knoxville, we're going to see what this team is made of because that's going to be a tough environment against a good team. And and we'll see. Can we rebound? Can we rebound and come back? I don't I don't know. Um, I hope so. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't feel good about playing Ole Miss because I feel like our secondary was exposed and Lane Kiffin is going to throw the ball on us all day long. And and we don't appear to make a lot of adjustments when that's happening. Mm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it's frustrating. I hate it for our kids because, I mean, I think there were some guys crying after because they wanted it so bad and they played oh, their hearts out. And you yeah. just, you you know, you hate to see that from, from that standpoint. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But, but that's it. But, uh, but you know, I got to give an ICU. I'm going to say boomer sooner because y'all did the Lord's work on Saturday. <laughs> the Lord's work is what I'm saying. If there was one bright spot in the day, it was that and it was Louisville who beat Notre Dame. So I just, I appreciate it. Thank you for, for, thank you for saving the nation from mm-hmm. that travesty. Okay. Well, then at least you, you have, have a bright spot. That is my bright spot. So, what about you? Do you want to talk about football, or do you I really want- don't. I, I I really don't want to talk about football. I don't. <laughs> I I have, I have no interest. But thank you for asking. Um, I just listen. But y'all I, won this weekend. Oh yeah, we beat Western Michigan and <laughs> and maybe had a few minutes where we thought we weren't gonna. You know, I mean, we won. We won like forty-one to twenty-eight, but it was not pretty. Our mm-hmm. defense did not play well. Will, Will Rogers got hurt because again, how how many times are you gonna put him out there in front yeah. of behind an offensive line that can't protect him? No, I don't need to talk about football. We okay. went though to I will say this though. Are we doing side eyes and I see you yet? Yeah, let's do them. No, let's okay. go. Because I'm gonna tell you my number one eye, my number one side eye. And I what? And I got to watch a good bit of football on Saturday. And here's my number one side eye is the the sound on the Ole Miss Arkansas game. Let me tell you something. I don't right. know who else tried to watch that game at home on their television sets, mm-hmm. but it was so bad. I tweeted ESPN and SEC Network. They did not mute the the noise from the press box at Ole Miss, and so and our our friend Cole Kublik was getting to call that game with Tom Hart. So I really oh. wanted to hear what they said. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what they would start talking, and then you would hear this. No, like it was, it was, it was like Charlie Brown's teacher screaming for the entire game. When you, when the noise from the press box started, you could not hear what neither Cole nor Tom had to say. I was so aggravated. Oh, that's aggravating. Aggravated. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I feel like they could fix it if they would mute the field mic. I feel like we would have to deal with it. But it was really frustrating because I, I so wanted to hear. Now, when they would cut to Alyssa Lang, who was on the sideline last week, you could hear her because I think they would mute the field mic for her. Mm. But but I was, listen, I was mad on Cole and Tom's behalf. Do they need yeah. me to be? No. Did that help anything? It did not. But I just thought, no, they are up here. They are giving it all they have. We cannot hear them. Yeah. Do better. 
So do better, mm-hmm. do better. Okay, we had that game on, but I was over. We were over at a friend's house, and we just had it was everybody was you know hanging out, so yeah. everything was on mute. So I I couldn't. The sound was not an issue. We were just watching the game. Yeah, and I I really did. And maybe this is my ICU. Mm-hmm. I, Arkansas held on in that game, and I always love that game. It it just traditionally is a really good game, Arkansas yeah. and Ole Miss. Yeah, and they held on, and like KJ Jefferson, that kid. I mean, mm-hmm. he fought and fought and fought, and he sacrificed himself over and over. Yeah. And you really did think that there was going to be a point where they, you know, they might mm-hmm. they might get it done, they might get it done. Yeah, and then just at the very end, it was like they were they were done. But oh. um. But man, it was it was something to watch them fight because it was one of those situations, kind of like y'all against Bama. You could tell how much they wanted it, and they uh-huh. just came up short. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway. I hate it. Football is a mean sport. It it's really a mean, is. It's a mean, terrible sport. And listen, I'm going to tell you something. I saw a thing, but you know, Buzz Williams continues to be my favorite of the AM sure. coaches. Mm-hmm. I just think that he is amazing. But he. I follow him on, which I highly recommend on Instagram, even if you're not an Aggie, because I just think he has so, he's just a great person. But one of the things he said today, and I thought this feels ironic to me, is he said that talent is your floor, but character is your ceiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this feels like the subtweet that I would like to send <laughs> to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's yeah. just, it's just, it's just a mean sport yeah. is what I'm going to say. It is. So, you it know, is. but will I be back? Am I flying to Tennessee? Oh, I am. Just you certainly be there. Yes, just, yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has changed a lot for David and me over the last few years is that we think more about estate planning, and that's because we're getting older. It stands to reason. Last winter, we were actually getting ready to go out of town. We were going overseas, and we realized a couple of days ahead of time that there were some changes to our will that we needed to make, and we needed to do it quickly. And that is where trust and will came in for us. We got on the website. We updated everything we needed to update. We were able to take a printout of that stuff to a local print shop the next day and get it notarized. I put everything into a lovely little folder. And the best part of all of that was that we left the country with peace of mind. We knew that everything was set up just the way that we wanted it to be. We had actually never used Trust and Will until we decided to do that last November. And what we were blown away by was how simple it was to use. The interface is super user-friendly. And the questions that it asked us were such a good guide, such a good way to make sure we were thinking about everything we needed to think about. And you too can create your estate plan in minutes with trust and will from maintaining control of your assets to easing the burden on your loved ones. An estate plan can ensure your family stays prepared and protected. And trust and will has simplified the process of creating and managing your will or your trust online from finding out what's right for your family to finalizing documents with a notary. Trust and will has earned an overall rating of excellent with thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hundreds of thousands of families and counting have used their expertise for estate planning. So gain peace of mind today with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash big boo. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash big boo. 
Well, we were in Tennessee this past weekend. We went yes. to Pigeon Forge for the weekend with our friend Steph and Joey. Um, we very much miss Casey and Joel, who could not go because they had family stuff this past weekend. But the four of us left Thursday. We went to, we stopped at Chattanooga for dinner. And then we drove on. We had a cabin. I don't know, really know where we were. We were somewhere in the Pigeon Forge area. I mean, yes. I, I don't, I, listen, I never knew where I was the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we got up Friday morning and we went to Dollywood, which I had something that I had <laughs> never done before. <laughs> listen. And now, first of all, the weather was gorgeous. Uh-huh. The weather was gorgeous. Because mm-hmm. there, were, there were so many young families there. Oh, my gosh. The oh, number, I can't even imagine. The number of young families. Because, and we had, I mean, like we talked about this when we were sitting down at some point during the day. Just about, even if your kids can't ride rides yet, mm-hmm. like you can, you can go to Dollywood and your kids can be outside for the day. And they have a huge, like gorgeous, really kids play area in this new okay. section of the park so that was all fun to see mm-hmm. and i'm also really fascinated by the way that the young families now how they they take these carts with them and they put the kids in the carts and they put all the uh-huh. stuff in the carts and they just roll the carts like they yeah. don't it's genius but anyway so we went to dollywood and i'd said ahead of time i was like listen i i don't handle rides well anymore at this stage of my life if i uh-huh. can't kind of keep my eyes on something fixed in front of uh-huh. me. Like I can't turn upside down. I can't do a loop. Um, I kind of need to be able to, to see something ahead of me at all points in time. So uh-huh. I was very discriminating about what I would ride. Yeah. Cause if it looped, I was out. Yep. Or if yep. there was any Same. point where I was going to hang upside down, I was out. Uh-huh. So anyway, so we moved through the day. We had a great time. And right before, I, I don't know, it was, it was probably late afternoon. We walked through this like candy shop thing at Dollywood and they had ice cream that looked delicious. And we were like, you know what? Let's, let's get some ice cream. Yeah. So we got some ice cream. Now this is a sidebar. I won't get into the whole thing. I've struggled a little bit lately with dairy. I'm not really sure why, but -hmm. the ice cream looked really good. And they had strawberry ice cream, which is a personal favorite. And so we get ice cream and we're like, Hey, before we ride anything else, let's just walk around for a while. Let's cause you know, everybody's middle-aged let's Mm -hmm. let our ice cream settle and um and then we're going to go ride this ride called big bear mountain okay so we did we walked around and we had the thing where we could like we could on big bear mountain we could skip the line like we had it was like a fast pass okay so we walked straight like through the fast pass line except it's not called fast pass and we go right up to the thing and they put us right on the ride and here we go and i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know anything about this i don't research roller coasters i don't really know what i've gotten myself (laughs) into yes you haven't watched a youtube video on little bear mountain is what you're telling me but i know that when i see the people ahead of us leave the station so to speak Mm -hmm. i think to myself man they're going really fast they're going okay. really fast <laughs> so we get on the ride joey and Steph are in front of us david and i are on the row right behind them and we pull out of that station and i'm gonna tell you if i didn't call on the name of jesus oh, <laughs> no it was just oh lord jesus dear lord god help me i mean i just <laughs> 
And then I get about a minute into it and I experience while I am, I was convinced we were going 70 something miles an hour. David looked it up later. It was actually 48 miles an hour. That's fast though. It's plenty fast. It's plenty fast. And listen, this ride is smooth. It's not one of those bumpy kind of roller Uh coasters, but it's so fast. And there was, there was a, a point about a minute in where I thought, Honestly, like I thought if I could see my face right now, the skin on my <laughs> cheeks would be back around my ears. Like, oh, and oh my then gosh. I experienced such deep and profound regret about oh. that ice cream that I had about 30 minutes before. And oh. it was when I thought about that ice cream, like oh. Steph and Joey said after they were like, we knew you were in trouble because you just went silent. <laughs> like I had called, I had called on God himself for the better called on the Lord for over a minute and I just went silent. And then I was like, oh God, that ice cream. Oh, oh. And like I just I didn't I couldn't do anything but just kind of turn my head. And it oh my gosh. I was so nauseated. And and listen, it was not the ride. It was it was me because that ride is super smooth and would have been fun, I think, if I had not had the ice cream. Yes. So we finally, it's finally over. We pull into the station, and I think I'm I'm going to start crying. Like I'm, I'm, Uh but I didn't. But as soon as we got off the thing, I was like, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need just a minute here. (laughs) I'm gonna need a minute, just. Give me a minute. So we ended up after that, we left the park and Mm -hmm. we went to go get supper. And I even at supper, like I got soup and a sandwich. Like I knew whatever's happening here. I just, I need to, I need to tread carefully, Mm -hmm. but, but, but this is what leads us to the, the pinnacle of this story, which is right before we started leaving the restaurant, I was like, Oh, I don't like, I legit, I don't feel well. I feel very, yeah. very nauseous. I feel this is not good. And so uh-huh. Joey went and got the car because it was raining. And anyway, when he pulled up, he said, I was facing the building, like with my head down on my arms. <laughs> oh, no. So he and David had said they were going to run in the grocery store, which was right down from the restaurant to get us some coffee and some half and half. Uh-huh. Steph and I are in the back seat and they had just left the car. And I thought, oh, I'm about to be sick. Oh. And so I get out. And in the parking lot of, of, I think it was called the Food King food line. Okay. I don't know, the food something. I bend over in that parking lot. Oh. And I proceed to, to try. I mean, like, I just retch, essentially. Uh, That's the only thing. Uh, I, I just, and I, yeah. like, I'm aware that people are walking behind me. Uh At one point, the car across from us turned their lights on. I'm sure to see what the noise was (laughs) all about. It's somebody dying. (laughs) Steph said she was in the battle of her life inside the car thinking, do I, do I get out and try to help her? Do I not? Cause she knows how I am. Cause I don't like anybody hovering over me ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, how has my life come to this? Where I'm, I'm stooped over in the food King parking lot. (laughs) <laughs> in Pigeon Forge, Tim Pigeon Forge, in Pigeon Forge. The holiday rush means more mailing and shipping for your business, but it doesn't have to mean more stress. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money for 25 years, and it can help you get ready for the holiday ramp up. All you need is Stamps.com's premium rates for all your postage needs. 
Stamps.com is a stress-free solution. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you have everything you need to get started. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Get your business ready for the holiday rush. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code BIGMOO for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code BIGMOO. But then, without without oversharing, Uh it becomes clear to me that if I do not get inside the building where the restroom is, I'm going to have an entirely different... <laughs> problem oh, no. that I need to deal with. So I go in and David and Joey happen to be at like a checkout, right? Like where they can see me mm-hmm. when I come in. Mm-hmm. And Joey said I was white as a sheet. And I looked at them and I went bathroom. And <laughs> so Joey asked the cashier and he points in the direction. And uh-huh. he said at that point, he turned around to David and he said, do you need to follow her? Do you need to see? And David went, oh, no, that'll make her furious if I'm outside that bathroom. Like, when you okay? <laughs> you all right? Yes. Please let me be. Please so, let me be. Anyway, after all that was over, I felt somewhat better. And so anyway, so... On the on the drive to the the cabin where we were staying, there were honestly there were like eight hairpin turns, mm. and I told Joey when I got in the car, I was like, I just I don't know how I'm going to do on the hairpin turns because I thought about you when we were you know Highland in, Highland in, North Carolina and also Ecuador in Ecuador, yeah, yeah. So he was, and but Stephanie had already said you're going to have to drive really slow on the way home. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, when we got up Saturday. And they said, do y'all want to go back to Dollywood? I said, I want nothing to do with motion today. I don't yes. want anything to do with motion. Mm-mm. So we went, we had a lovely lunch, um, which I, listen, I, I ate several bites of food at a very slow pace. Mm-hmm. And then David and Joey went back to the park, which apparently was super crowded on Saturday. Steph and I stayed at the cabin. And um, anyway, all that to say, we had the best time. It was so fun. I just, I think... I don't ever need to eat ice cream again before I ride some kind of roller coaster. That was just a critical, yeah. just, uh, that was a, yeah. that was a bad judgment call all the way around. And, but, but listen, mm. Dollywood was great and I loved it and I would go okay. back. I just, I don't necessarily want any ice cream, but yeah, besides no. that, it was great. I- and I'm just going to say that I think something happens. Like, I don't know if it's an inner ear problem or oh, as you age. Like, there's for sure something. Because, like, when Caroline and I, and this was, I mean, this has been years ago because I think she was a freshman. But when she and I did Harry Potter mm-hmm. in at Universal Studios and we got on whatever that one that's the like forbidden your journey. Home, It'll take you yes. down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm never doing this again. Like, right. this is the end of my roller coaster journey in right. this life. Like, I can't do it. Well, I already had a roller because of that ride in particular I have my feet have to touch something when I ride I cannot have Mm -hmm. dangly feet when I ride no Mm -mm. throws me Mm -mm. off and so I really felt like I've tried to be really judicious and smart all day but the man the ice cream and the roller coaster did not mix for me Mm -hmm. um so all that to say I had a super humbling experience in the food king parking lot or whatever it was called but 
all things considered, you know, it, it just, it worked out great. So, but we, yeah. we had the best time. We really did. And then we came home yesterday uh, and Alex was home for his fall break. So he's here today and he'll be here tomorrow. That's so good. what a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Well, I, I just think that there are things I had a moment like that. Friday night in College Station where you're like, you know, the youth are just built different. They really are. Mm-hmm. We went, I went and met Caroline. She had a dinner that she had to go to. And then um, I was just going to meet her after. And then we were going to go to Yale practice. And so, but we met at a bar that's called the Block Tea. And so we met some friends there. And when we got there, Caroline's kind of not been feeling great anyway. She's had, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's a whole, she's bronchitis, da, 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 antibiotic, whatever. So we get there and, you know, staying up till midnight is just a lot. And yes. so she was like, um, and I said, I think I'm going to get a drink. And I was like, do you want anything? And she was like, will you get me a Red Bull? She goes, will you just see if they have Red Bull? I need uh-huh. some caffeine. And I sure. was like, great. So I go up to the bartender and he's like, can I get you something? And I was like, yeah, can I get a Red Bull and a ranch water? And he was like, like, is that two drinks or do you just want that as one drink? <laughs> and I thought, you know, you're in a college town right. when somebody mm-hmm. thinks you're ordering a Red Bull ranch water. Oh, gosh. I don't know what that would do to you. Mm. I don't want to find out. Mm-mm. But I was like, no, that's two separate drinks. That's yeah, just that- a can of Red Bull mm-hmm. and a ranch water is also separate. But I was <sighs> like, the kids are built different. And Caroline, and I told Caroline that. And she said, oh, yeah, because everybody drinks Red Bull and vodka. And I was like, oh, that just, I can't even imagine. What Terrible. That Terrible. No, that, that's a lot to do to your system. That's a lot of different things going on yes. in your system. Yes. I agree. I agree. So, you know, I just, um, I learned some things. I, um there's some things I'll do differently next time, maybe. Well, and let's, weekends are going to have highs and lows. Because let me say, I also had a great time this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. I I will continue because I love it. I love the whole thing. I sure. love being with my people. I love the experience. I love Aggie Park. The weather was great. Everything was great except for the actual outcome yeah. of the game, yeah. you know? And you can't so have it all. You can't you, have it all. You can't have it all Mm-mm. is what you have to learn yeah. at this juncture of life. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it first thing every morning. Y'all know that I am always looking for ways to improve my health, especially as I'm getting older, and I love that I've made the switch to AG1. It is an all-in-one foundational nutrition formula that makes it so easy for me to cover all my nutritional bases every day without having to sort out 74 different pills, which is what I used to do. Every scoop of AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that have given me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. I've noticed that I was having joint pain that I'm no longer having. I gave AG1 a try because I'd heard so many great things about it and I was tired of taking so many supplements. I wanted a single easy solution that supported my entire body. I was tired of having to travel with all my different pills and now I just take my AG1 travel packs. I drink it first thing every morning and I love that I'm covering all my nutritional bases before I ever even start my day. 
I drink it, Perry is too, Caroline also drinks it, and we all agree that it's given us more energy, it makes us feel better, our mental clarity is better, it replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more in one in a simple, drinkable habit. It was designed with ease in mind, you can live healthier and better. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash bigboo. That's drinkag1.com slash bigboo. Check it out for yourself. Well, I'll tell you what happened when we got back yesterday. First of all, I took a nap. That was one thing. But then while I was taking a nap, David started watching on Netflix the Beckham documentary that's come on. Yes, I've been hearing about this. So when we went to dinner last night with Alex, he was like, hey, y'all, this is really good. And I said, okay, I think I'm going to start that tonight. Mm -hmm. So when we got home, I put on my pajamas and I started watching the, the, I mean, it's four parts. So I guess it's a documentary. I don't know. Is that a short form series? I don't know what it is, but I I started watching whatever the thing is about David Mm -hmm. Beckham. It is fantastic. I finished it right before we started to record. I've now seen all four episodes. Here's the deal about it. It's, you know, I remember all that stuff happening, but I wasn't into it. And it was a point in time. It was at a point in time where we didn't have the access to just the endless bottomless information Mm -hmm. that we do now about stuff. Yeah. So I, and I was not into professional soccer, so I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating to watch it, like to see the rear view mirror perspective. About oh, it okay. From, okay. And because he was so good at soccer mm-hmm. from such a young age, his family had all kinds of footage. You know, his, his daddy yeah. has a, like thousands of hours of videotape of him playing when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. So you really have a visual account for his that like the span of his soccer career from the time he was a child until he retired, oh. but it's really good. You will love it. You okay. will love it. It's okay. fantastic. I'm such, I like, I'm so fascinated and I wish I could watch the whole thing over for the first time. I just loved it. Oh, okay. Well then I'm starting that tonight because mm-hmm. I need something to watch. I need, I need something. And so this feels like it'll fit the bill because I have tried. I did start watching a show. And y'all, listen, it's not for the children. I don't recommend it. If you're sensitive to different content, don't watch mm. the show. But it's called Platonic on okay. Apple TV. This. Okay. okay. It is pr- it's it's pretty funny, is what I'm gonna say. It is about Wait, is this the is this the It's Seth it, Rogan. Seth Rogan and And I can't remember her the, name. The pretty person. She's so yes. pretty. She's Rose so Byrne. pretty. Rose Byrne. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's it's a it's like I think it's only six episodes. I'm like three episodes in. So listen, it could take a really horrible turn. But okay. they're like they're best friends. They were best friends and then they kind of had a falling out. She's married, happily married with kids. He's going through a divorce. They were best friends, but she didn't like his wife. Um, and it's it's just funny and random and kind of mindless, but it's also smart humor. So I don't recommend it if you don't like language or, you know, that kind of stuff. But if you just want a funny show, it's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's also language in the Beckham show, but I mean, it's about professional soccer. So it's kind of like the Kelsey thing. I mean, it's just, you know, but part of it. Yeah. Part of it. But anyway, that's good to know though. Cause I, you know, I'm about to go, I'm turning my book in Wednesday. Mm Mm-hmm. And congratulations. I'm going, thank you. And I'm going on a TV. I'm going on a straight up binge. That's what okay. I'm going to do. Well, I am, I am, 
I am 98% happy for you and 2% incredibly <laughs> jealous because I so want to be at that point. Well, I so want to be at that uh, point. I got to figure out some documentation things, but I told them I would send it in Wednesday. So okay. that's my, that's my for sure date. I'm going to send it in and it's going to okay. be a week early y'all, which has never, ever happened with me. That so. is unbelievable. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I need to let Piper out. I'm not sure what's going on. So let me okay. let her out real quick. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay, I'm I'm back. Okay, so is it time for five favorites? It is time for five favorites. I so wait, listen, I'm so happy to be able to bring these to y'all today. Um, the first thing is because listen, the weather has cooled off and I ordered this off of Amazon and it is a winner. It is, let's just call it the sweatshirt tunic with a side zipper. I want this. I want this. It's, it's so good. It's like a lightweight, like it's not fleecy on the inside. So to me, it's like the perfect layer. Like I have it on today because I went to work out, but I was like, I just threw it on over like my tank top and stuff that I work out in. Um, it's a good length. You can wear it with your leggings. You could wear it with jeans. It comes in a ton of colors. I would recommend going up a size if you want it to fit a little slouchier and oversized, which I do. What color did you get? Um, I got the, uh, hold on, let me make sure I'm telling you the right one. I got the the light gray is what I got to start. Um, But I think I'm going to get another one because I love it that much. And it's really like the perfect layer. Like I would wear it to go walk the dogs when the weather's cooler. I mean, you could wear it with jeans and booties and it would be cute. And it's like, I mean, it's under $30. So Mm -hmm. there's a 10% off coupon, but it is really good. It's so cute. And I love this, this Anrabess. I love their stuff. I mean, I feel like I've ordered several Anrabess items over the years. Me too. And I think it's a great, it just is, it's just, it looks more expensive than it is. And I think Anrabess, their quality, I don't know who does Anrabess, but their quality, I feel like is very nice. Okay. Excellent. Add to cart. Yep. So that's a great one. Highly recommend. Um, the next thing is I ran out of my Anastasia Brow Wiz, which is the, the eyebrow pencil that I have always liked, but I feel like I go through it so fast. And for what you pay for yes. it, I don't feel like I get my money's worth. I am at the end of mine. And I just mm-hmm. thought, how am I already at the end of this? Sometimes I think that part of it breaks off and can't find its way out. Like it how, it goes yes. so quickly that yeah. I, I think what what's happened? I haven't done anything differently. I don't even wear makeup every day. Like why no. am I out already? Same. That's how I feel. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm only doing my brows probably twice a week. So why do I, why am I buying one of these? Like every week it feels like. So I was like, I'm going to try something different. So I ordered off of Amazon, this L'Oreal, it's their waterproof brow pencil. Um, the whole design is very similar to the Anastasia because you've got the really narrow little pencil at the end. Yes. Um, you've got the brush. It's waterproof. I'm going to say that I wore it this weekend. It stayed like a champ. It did not come off. Um, I like the color and it's $8. So I'm like, 
I don't know how long it's going to last, but I would so much rather spend $8 for something that's going to last three weeks than $20. Yeah. No, I'm ordering this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm it's trying good. to decide what color, if I should get dark blonde or taupe. Um, hmm. I got brunette, but you know, I've got dark. I don't know. That's a tough call. It's a tough I'm going to try dark. I'm just going to try the dark blonde. I'm just going to yeah. see. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, $8. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like worth it. So um, the next thing is yet another sweatshirt. I ordered oh, one good. of these. <laughs> Listen, this is, can you tell I'm writing a book and I'm excited for it to be winter? Yes. Um, but this is the kind of stuff, and listen, y'all, this is an almost, this is a hundred dollar sweatshirt. I recognize that. That's ridiculous, but it's so good. Um, it is the original retro brand, their classic crew sweatshirt. They have them at Free People. They come in a million different colors. They've got different cities on them. So like you can pick like a city, your color combination, whatever. I got one that just has USA on the front. Okay. Um, but they, they're just so soft and they're so comfortable and they're a great, I got a large because I wanted it to be really like just big. Like I just mm-hmm, wanted to be able to mm-hmm. wear it with leggings and throw it on. I love it. I realize this is a stupid price to pay for a sweatshirt, but this will be the thing that I wear more than probably anything else I wear all winter long. It's so, real cute. It's so it, cute. It's just real cute. And I love all the different colors. So if yes. you're somebody who, you know, just appreciates a ridiculous price, then I highly recommend these. Okay. Um, the next thing, I needed another pair of like flare leggings, or as we used to call them, yoga pants. Sure. Yes. And so I like the ones from American Eagle. And so, but sometimes I feel like American Eagle for the quality that you get, sometimes I feel like they think a little too much of their pricing, you know? Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. and plus I wanted them to be here like tomorrow sure. when I ordered them. And so I bought these that everybody said is a great dupe for the American Eagle uh, they look just like the, like the airy ones. Yeah, just like the airy ones. And I'm going to tell you, they feel just like the airy ones, except for they're under $30. Um, they come in a 30, 30 inch, 32 inch, or 34 inch inseam. They come in a lot of different colors. They're comfortable. I love them. I ordered them and they were at my house the same day. So, okay. Highly recommend. I feel like because of our Patreon episode with Catherine Kubelik that I, she said we always have some sort of pants. So I really sure. felt the pressure today to offer up a pants. Yes. I've option. really thought about that. I just, I didn't realize how often we featured pants. <laughs> Same. But listen, this is our honorary Catherine Kubelik mm-hmm. pants entry into five yeah. favorites this week for sure. Yeah. This is so, Catherine, if you're listening, here is your pants option for this week. I found mm-hmm. something super affordable and something that is perfect for a mom on the go. So, okay. I love them. Um, they're great. So, and the last thing is I made this like two weeks ago and I keep thinking about it and I'm going to make it again. And it's such a perfect like cold weather winter. It's going to become one of our staples like comfort food. And it's Cheese Gal, um, Courtney LaCourt on Instagram. Um, it is her spicy rigatoni recipe. I saw, I remember on Instagram when you made this. I mean, I remember oh, you mentioned that you made it. It is so delicious. It maybe is the most flavorful pasta dish I've ever made. And that is okay. really saying something. You have to order, and I ordered them from Amazon. These, uh, It's like these Calabrian, like spicy chili okay. tomato things that you put in it. You put a spoonful of that in the sauce. Um, but it... 
I can't even tell you how good it is. And she did not in hers. I think they added prosciutto. Um, I did Italian sausage just because okay. Perry Perry needs to have meat that he can know is meat. In a Identifiable dish. meats, what David calls it, you know. That's exact. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's got to be a discernible meat in the mm-hmm. in the recipe. But this is so flavorful. It's so good. You could add more or less of the spice depending on how spicy you want it. But it almost feels like the richness of a fettuccine Alfredo, but in a tomato based. Oh. Oh, interesting. That's high praise. I mean, it is delicious. It's so good. So um, if you're looking for something to make, and it's pretty easy in the whole scheme of things. So this this is a good one. Listen, that is a cozy assortment of five favorites you've just given us. Well, I'm ready. I'm I'm moving into my cozy era Mm -hmm. now that it's October and the temperatures have dropped below. I mean, it's only going to be like 82 here today. So, I mean, I'm just excited we're done with the anything over 90 for now. You know, like that just, it feels like a relief. That's progress for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. All right. Well, everybody, thanks so much for listening. And we did post last week our episode with Catherine Kubelik. If you haven't listened to that yet, she's just delightful. And so you can tune into that on Patreon and we'll be back here next week with whatever has happened between now and then. That's right. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Have y'all done the Enneagram? Do y'all know what y'all are? No. And I'll tell you what, I've got friends that will just like have Enneagram conversations. Uh-huh. Like you're a, you're this, this, and because of this, you do this. And I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, no, I don't have time to do this Enneagram test that okay. everybody talks about. Okay. Like, yeah. That tells me you're a three, yeah. but okay. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. You're one of these people then, Sophie. I am. am. But listen, I really do. I try to regulate myself because it drives Alex, our son, crazy. And there will be times if we're having a conversation, we'll get to the end of it. And he'll say, look at that. We had a whole conversation and the Enneagram didn't come up one time. Because I'm fascinated by how people are hardwired. But listen, we're not Uh, going to get into it, Catherine. We're going to, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Well, because I'll have to pour a glass of wine and it's too early. So it's, it's, <laughs> you got you have children yeah you have children you got to pick up for yeah you do you got to do carpool mm-hmm. oh god okay so here here's a critical question in this whole thing how do you feel about football do you know what i used to love football um <laughs> and I, I really did it's sad because i loved watching football uh-huh. and it has changed for me now okay. it is um number one also if you've got three kids running uh-huh. around, you can't really sit down and watch a game. No. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if it's nap time, you might be able to watch like a half or something. But yeah. like, it, it's really hard to sit down and watch a football game like I used to. And also, like, when your husband's in the business and you hear him, uh-huh. he's talking about it all day, every day, uh-huh. it's, it loses its luster. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, a little bit of you, you see how the sausage gets made a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, I think I'm good. Uh-huh. I think I'm, uh-huh. I'm good. But I do like, I, my dream in life is when my kids are a little bit older for us to buy a game day condo in Auburn and me take the kids down and tailgate. And um, Cole won't be there, but I have the strength for <laughs> myself and my children. <laughs> So 
I feel like my time is coming to once again enjoy college football. Yeah. It's yes. just not the season of life right now. I do. Like, I, it's always on. Saturday mornings, we turn on game day and then mm-hmm. SEC Nation. And, you know, we have it on and everything. But, you know, it's just, it's it's not like it used to be. So, yeah. for people who don't know, tell everybody how old your kids are. Okay. I have an eight-year-old little girl who's in third grade. Mm-hmm. I have a six-year-old boy who's in kindergarten. And then I have a three-year-old little boy who is very challenging right now. A three-year-old yeah. boy is the single most refining aspect of anybody's <laughs> life. Gracious. It, it yeah. never, it, it, listen, it'll never be as hard as it is right now. I know. I, know. I, know. I, I, I had to look back and remember that. Yeah. You know, everybody talks about terrible twos. It is terrible twos uh, are false. No. It's the threes that's yeah. that's real bad. Yeah. The threes and the fours will kill you. Yeah. The threes mm-hmm. and the fours. I, I remember wanting to rehome Caroline Schenkel when she was four. <laughs> where I was like, I can't. <laughs> but this is too yeah. much. Yeah. But yeah. then if you can yeah. get them to seven, from seven yeah. on, like look at this yeah. precious angel. But yeah. But three. my first two, we've we've hit kind of a, a good stride there I'm like there's hope it's coming yeah but, uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's so true though what you said about football because it was funny because you know we I go to all the Aggie games and when yeah. Perry and I were there like two weeks ago for the Auburn game there were so many families with like little tiny kids there and I told Perry I said I was never that person like I think mm-hmm. Caroline wasn't I did not even attempt to take her to an Aggie game until she was probably about eight years old and that was the Kansas game you know what I mean I was like we're going for low fruit because I can't have you here for an important game because you don't <laughs> understand football. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, it always amazes me. Like the people that take their kids down there every weekend tailgate. And do you know what I figured out is the way these people do it is that they have a grandmother that doesn't want to go to the game and yeah. watches the children so that they can enjoy themselves. That's the only way that you can go and 100%. have a good hundred percent. I have a, yeah. a friend of mine who I went to state with I mean, it was like clockwork. Her kids would come, they would tailgate, they would throw the football around and all that kind of stuff. And her mama would do a drive-by at a certain yeah. point before the uh. game and 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 pick up the littlest one and then the, they would go home. And so then, yeah. you know, you, you have some freedom. Then you have a good time. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so yeah. I, I'm a little curious about this. And I know this is a common denominator for anybody who has a spouse who travels for work. But I'm curious because, especially right now, because listen, Cole's letting us know on Instagram when he's getting on planes, he's going to Charlotte, he's getting on a plane again, and he's got to go wherever his game is for the weekend. How do y'all manage kind of the rhythm of staying caught up and all that? Because I'm somebody like, I can, I can handle distance. I can handle all that kind of stuff, but there's a point where I need us to be on the same page about what's going on just in regular real life. And I'll make a list if I need to, like, these are the topics I need us to cover. So how do y'all, how do y'all kind of do that? Like, do y'all, do y'all make sure to go out to dinner so you can actually talk or like, how do y'all So we have a standing Tuesday date night that we started couple years ago, I guess, after our third was born. Okay. And um, we just have a babysitter come every Tuesday night and we go out. Of course, the last few Tuesday nights, Cole's had to take me to um, work events with him. And so <laughs> it's kind of been a <laughs> double duty. Last night, for example, 
We had date night, and he had to speak at an Oktoberfest event. Okay, I saw for- that. That that just that just filled in a piece of the puzzle for me because I was like, huh? Yeah. So they're uh-huh. Oktoberfest people. I was no, trying to figure not. that out. Okay, Melody, we are one hundred percent not. <laughs> Cole is not a drinker. Fun fact, and so that's what's even more comical is that they asked him to speak in a, at an Oktoberfest event. And I mean, the funny thing is we get there and it, um, yeah, Cole's talking to, you know, a bunch of old men about football and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to find something to entertain myself for the next little bit. Cause he's preoccupied here and they're all talking about footballs, a right. f- football event. Yeah. And, um, I can only do that so long. And so I found a green screen where you could take pictures in front of different <laughs> German <laughs> and I just had a ball taking, I mean, Taking pictures, I had a one in front in a hallway of, of, of German women with their garb on. I had in the Alps. It just so I had a big time. Um, yeah, uh-huh. but oh, that know, sounds you fun. Got to do, got to do what you got to do in situations like that. Ow.